Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Okay, it is time as we ease into the May Bank Holiday Weekend on Limerick today for our virtual Friday morning coffee break. Delighted to welcome uh, three well-known voices over the years on the Limerick Today show virtually. Una McCarthy of Limerick City Gallery of Art, uh, journalist David Raleigh and Mary Hogan of Hogan's Pharmacy in Limerick. You are all very welcome. Uh, David, I am looking at headlines on the papers uh, this morning. Uh, Ten Days to Freedom says the Irish Daily Mail, turn on, June in, dine out, summer of freedom, the sun, summer of freedom as Ireland is unlocked, the Indo, the Irish Times, hope is returning as reopening set to begin. Lots of photographs of a smiling Taoiseach on the front page of those papers. It really couldn't be better for the government this morning when it comes uh, to the media coverage anyway of the announcement. Yeah, Joe, lots of headlines in, across all the front pages of, of the papers about the, the phased reopening uh, that we're hoping for. It's hoping seasoned. I'm just reading the star in front of me. Um, the T-shirt, Neil Martin, hailing the hard work and sacrifices made by the nation in the fight against COVID-19. As we all know, he announced the easing of restrictions last night. And like Michal Martin has said that, quote, hope is returning. Uh, unquote, as he outlined this plan uh, last night to open up the country throughout May and June. And I suppose the key dates are that from the 10th of May, you'll have an increase in numbers that can meet outdoors for social recreational purposes. You know, these will include private gardens, a maximum of three households or six people. There's going to be organised outdoor gatherings with a maximum attendance of 15 people. You'll have outdoor training for adults. Uh, in pods of a maximum of 15 people. And, of course, what we're all looking for is the phased reopening of the non-essential retail, you know, click and collect, in-store appointments only, and the outdoor retail can uh, recommence from the 10th of May with all remaining retail to open from the 17th of May. So, look, you'll have 50 mourners permitted at funeral services, uh, you know, wedding services, 50 guests allowed, um, inter-county travel, of course, is another big one, which can resume that everybody can breathe a sigh of relief that you can you can potentially go and visit your relatives now in another county, or you can go to the seaside. You know, the sea, we've missed the sea, yes. the blue skies. It's sunny at the moment, which is fantastic, and I suppose it's, it's given renewed um, hope across the country, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and of course the vaccine bonus as well. If you are vaccinated, you can visit other households indoors from the sure. 10th of May as well, and then from the 17th is... Um, all retail open um, with you know, the usual restrictions we've got used to and then into June as we know lots more happening um, as well uh, and for you Una McCarthy at Limerick City Gallery of Art you can reopen on the 10th of May uh, you, you must be uh, doing a little jig there this morning Morning Joe giddy with excitement um, Chucky and Sauda Ling no doubt um, and what we're absolutely thrilled about is that the show that we opened and we spoke about early in February, I think it was, um, at Home on the Farm, which was an exhibition featuring five county Limerick farms, we've extended it. So it will be available for people to come in and see. And it's um, just a joy because truly for the last four months, you know, this place has been like the Marie Celeste, you know, coming in, seeing work on the walls and nobody getting to see us. You know, so I'm just 
really, really, as I said, giddy with excitement. And is it your sense that people in general will be reacting in the same way, Una? Well, from our experience last year, um, we definitely saw a big upsurge in in numbers, um, if that's the correct word. And what I got from people was that they felt they were in a safe place. They were in a, quote, happy place. And, um, I mean, we had, you know, really adhered and put in place all of the various um, uh, things that would make it so that people, when they came in, they felt, you know, they were in a safe environment there. Hand sanitizers there. You know, we have a, a limit to the number of people that we can allow into the gallery at any one time or into any of the spaces. So we will be, you know, looking out for all of that um, and just, you know, it's great to be open again or to be, you know, open in another week's time. Yeah. I guess uh, it's hard actually to convey the sense of... Oh, no, I think you're doing a pretty good job of it, to be fair. And that's great to hear. It's great to hear because I think we've spent a lot of the last year not feeling that or anything uh, like it. And uh, yeah. Mary Hogan, I mean, you have been in the unusual position of being at work throughout it all because of uh, the important work that pharmacies uh, do. And you've seen people come in and out to you, many of your regulars. And I presume you've seen their mood rise and fall. And, and what would you expect to see now? Oh, we have, definitely. You can see um, you can see a change in people already because there are a lot of the older people who come to pharmacy uh, that we were delivering to this time 12 months because it wasn't safe for them to come out. And gradually, as they began to be vaccinated and to see some of those people coming out and just going around doing their jobs, getting their bits and pieces in. There's a lot of good shops up around here in Upper William Street. There's a lot of essential retail. So they've still been open. You know, we have supermarkets with vegetables, fish shops, butchers, post office. So there's been quite a lot of activity on our block right the way through. But it's great to see, as I say, those older people who come out maybe once a week, come into town, and to see them back and see a spring in their step. And now you hear them beginning to look forward to meeting grandchildren again. Um, You know, because while people did take the Zoom and to all the other kind of technological solutions, you know, they still are looking forward to seeing grandchildren or being involved in in family celebrations again. And uh, you see that confidence coming back into people and it's wonderful. As I was driving in this morning, I was reflecting on the last year and a bit, you know, in the context of these announcements last night and just thinking how exhausting it has truly been for everybody you know it really has been exceptionally tiring uh, physically um, mentally on everybody and then of course unfortunately people who might have um, contracted COVID as well Mm -hmm. and I have thought even speaking with members of my own family uh, you know that everyone's experience has been so different I have some older relatives who would have been cocooning and minding themselves and then I have relatives in the pub trade who have been, you know, really badly hit over the past 12 months. And then on the other side, I have been sort of the same old, same old. And this time, 12 months, it was quite terrifying coming into work. You know, you were kind of going, what's going to happen today? And uh, despite all the precautions we were taking, you were still just worried. Whereas um, we haven't become a bit more casual, I don't think. I think we've become more careful. 
And uh, I think the, the vaccine is probably really the key at rolling out the vaccine. And hopefully pharmacies will be vaccinating fairly soon. And that will just get vaccination out into a wider cohort. Of course, it's all dependent on supply. Yes. But there's 1,200 pharmacies have indicated a willingness to vaccinate. Yeah, and if fine. each of those even did... If each of those even did 50 or 60 a week, you're talking about 50,000 to 60,000 extra vaccines a week. And some of them would be able to do way more than that. So, you know, that's a kind of a conservative number. And that would significantly ramp up if the GPs and the mass vaccination centres keep going. That would really ramp up capacity. You know. Absolutely. And, you know, Dave Rally. I mean, obviously, we've thought about over the last 13 months, some of the obvious things like uh, family funerals and how difficult they have been and, and weddings and but even simple things, you know, the things that uh, kids have missed out on, you know, the, the normal birthday parties, the play dates and you know, all of that stuff that they, they haven't been able to do. That's it, Joe. All the normal stuff that you, you would take for granted that we all took for granted before this pandemic swept the country like a wildfire and, you know, has, has you know, let's say it has ruined so many lives and, um, you know, the psychological um, impact and the burden that so many families have been left with, either through losing loved ones, you know, I mean, we all remember those terrible days early on in the pandemic when, you know, families couldn't even go into the hospital uh, to be with their loved ones when they passed away. And that impact is going to be felt for a long time yet. And I think, you know, while we are entering a phase reopening, you know, the key to all this is, you know, we can't get carried away with ourselves. You know, there's a bank holiday weekend coming up. Um, and onto that, I've just received a circular from the Department of Health here in Limerick in the last few minutes. And they are urging the people of Limerick, Clare and North Tipperary in the Midwest to exercise what they call extra vigilance this bank holiday weekend because they are um, currently managing what they say is a large number of outbreaks across a wide range of settings in this region. And these include outbreaks in families, extended families, multi-household clusters, workplaces, schools, and in community outbreaks. So the threat is still there. You know, we haven't come out of it yet. There uh, was 483 new COVID-19 cases recorded in this region in the past 14 days. And another thing for us all to remember, you know, it's fantastic. The weather is is, is great at the moment. You know, we're all buoyed by the reopening uh, phase structure. And everybody wants to go to the beach. And while we have the 100-year-olds, 90-year-olds, 80-year-olds, 70-year-olds vaccinated, there are more than 220,000 people aged 60 to 69 who have not even registered for their COVID-19 vaccine. And uh, the politicians will tell you that this is prompting concerns about vaccine hesitancy. And uh, the online registration process for those 60 to 64-year-olds, which opened in the last week, has still uh, to be filled up. Right. It's interesting you should say all of that and, you know, who would be a politician in ways because of those headlines I mentioned and generally a more optimistic tone to the announcements than people expected. But interestingly, on this show, and this often happens when the news is more positive, you don't get a huge reaction. You certainly don't get a lot of people thanking politicians. No. That, that's no. for sure. <laughs> Mood is certainly brighter uh, this morning with uh, these announcements by the government and the easing of restrictions that plan 
planned now over the next couple of months. And I think the biggest one, the one that's really stood out, is the fact that intra-county travel can happen so much more quickly than we uh, first imagined. The 10th of May, uh, they are saying uh, now, um, still won't have fans at sports games for quite a while. But you can check out exclusive Premier League games live on Live95.ie and the Live95 app this Saturday, including Chelsea versus Fulham at 5.30 tomorrow. Premier League Live with Now. Stream all the action from Sky Sports with a Now Sports membership. And David Raleigh, Mary Hogan and Una McCarthy are uh, still with us. Uh, Una, um, do you think that uh, with the emphasis on outdoor living and indeed uh, domestic tourism uh, over the summer, that that will be a genuine shift or at the very first opportunity will people still be piling inside into pubs and flying off to the sun? Oh, God, I hope not. I hope that they're not flying off to the sun. Um, I think that there has been a gradual shift in the way people are behaving, you know, as a result of, you know, the the last year and COVID-19. As you know, we're perched here uh, right beside the People's Park. Uh, So I have witnessed um, over the last, certainly the last uh, three months or four months, um, the, the number of people who are using the public park and I think that there will be a sense of not just duty, but care. Um, uh, and people will be staying at home, I think, this year. You know, we'll be very careful about why they travel and where they travel to. I really would urge people to consider that. Why, you know, you know, we have a great country. Um, and I think there's a lot on our doorstep for us to, um, to, to investigate. Yeah, expeditions to Lockgar now is what I'd be talking about. Yes, yeah, I, I understand what you mean. Yeah, we had Ethna Shortall on from uh, the Sunday Times in the last hour, and she made the interesting point because I was saying to her, you know, what about weather in Ireland? And we got lucky last summer and this summer, and she said, look, there are very few days, even in Ireland, where you can't get out for some of the day. Um, and I think, Mary, that's a fair point, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you know, they, I think there's a saying that there's no such thing as bad weather, only wrong clothing. You know, mm. but, but, you know, we we buy into this image of there being so much rain in Ireland. There isn't really. Actually, at the moment, the ground needs a drop of rain because growth is quite back. In my garden, anyway, you know, I think we've only cut the grass about twice or three times because there, the ground is quite dry and could do with a bit of rain. But besides that, I think people at Christmas time I saw people coming in to independent shops a lot more you know I think we had one of our best Christmases in a long time and I think it was people being conscious that small businesses needed support and I would say you will find an increase in the number of people doing some form of staycation or stay day trips or whatever they can you know Um, Una mentioned Lockgara there and when they lifted the restriction from 5k out to um, all your county there a couple of weeks ago we went out to Lockgara and had a beautiful Walk. It was really, really lovely. And, it's a jewel, uh, really. And, you know, it reminds you that uh, what's there and what's on your own doorstep. And, you know, we have a lot of lovely places in Limerick. Mm. And um, I think people will do that. I mean, some people will go abroad and uh, undoubtedly, and I think these passports where they track people for vaccine or for recovering from the infection, you know, that that kind of thing is useful. Um, They have to work through it a little bit more, but the idea is, I think, a good one. 
And the emphasis has to be on keeping us all safe and, you know, being safe ourselves and being and being careful about what we bring home to other people, right. wherever I, we are. I have to say, yesterday evening, I mean, before the pandemic, I would never have ventured out for a walk when it was threatening rain, and it was yeah. yesterday. But I did, and guess what? I didn't get wet, so there you yeah. go. You just, you, you know, go. you have to, no. Now, um, David Raleigh, you know, the days when uh, the local media used to knock off at 11 o'clock and head directly to the pub, are long gone. I mean, the likes of you would be more prune juices now and, and regular runs along the boardwalk. Um, and do you think Before that? My time, Joe. <laughs> and do you think that's the way it's going to be from now on? That we'll, we'll think more healthily and think more outdoors. Ah, uh, yeah. I think everybody now can see. You know, a lot more people out walking, jogging. You know, even people taking to the fantastic River Shannon, that immunity we have running through the city and around the county as well. People in canoes. Um, you know, make, making the most of the amenities that are there and maybe looking more towards those amenities now. And you know, the Taj, uh, Leo Bradker, has said that the country's going to see a little mini boom in terms of enterprises. You know, all these people get back to work, you know, in the next few months and that, uh, you know, there's going to be a, a quick rebound in consumer spending, you know, in the middle of May. I didn't quite understand what he was saying about that, though. He was saying we'll see that, and then he was worried about what economists call a dead cat bounce, that it'll be a recovery, but not a real recovery. I think, well, I mean, I suppose the important thing is, you know, there's going to be, they do appreciate, I suppose, that there's going to be a fall-off in this mini-boom. And, you know, they're cognizant of that. And uh, so, importantly, they want to reassure people that they're not going to withdraw the financial supports um, from businesses and from people at the same time that the the spending bounce begins to uh, dissipate, as you say. But, I mean, you know, it's proceed with open caution. And um, I think the... That Thomas just said yesterday, you know, the the quote from him was "Learn from yesterday, live for today, and hope for tomorrow." Yeah, these are great words, but I mean, we have to see it in action too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and Mary Hogan, you know, as someone who's been in the business community in Limerick for a very long time, and you'd seen a lot of people that you know in other businesses outside of the pharmacy um, industry who haven't been able to open. I mean, how worried are you that what we will see when the government eventually removes, which they'll have to, the supports is a wave of closures? That danger is there. Um, I mean, there have been so many changes. People have tended to go online a lot more. And, you know, uh, that that danger is there and tis a worry. But I do think that uh, some people have responded very well. If you if you go through Facebook or Instagram or these, you see some retailers who have taken to um, marketing through uh, web and have organised maybe something like Click and Collect, maybe have organised a very elaborate online uh, presence like Leeson Sports Scene up near me there. They have a, a very good online presence. Amy's in Cecil Street. She has a huge following on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, some people have done this and hopefully that has sustained them and hopefully they'll be able to get back and you'll see more and more of them succeeding. But there, there is that danger that for some of them, they just won't be able to do it. Mm-hmm. And that some people, the changes of customers' behaviour might be more permanent. And uh, it is a worry. Right. But I think the government are conscious of it and they're trying to do their best 
to okay. give I, whatever support is needed. I have 60 seconds left, uh, finally and briefly to each of you, uh, beginning uh, with you, Una McCarthy. What are you looking forward to most when things go back to normal? Being able to see people and meet people on a regular basis. David? Meet the maids inside the pub, Joe, uh, with the sun shining and just sip that long, cool one. Mary? Meeting family who I haven't seen since Christmas. Nice. All right, guys. Listen, thank you very much for chatting to us this morning. And it's great to uh, end the show on an optimistic note and have quite an optimistic show going into the Maybank holiday weekend. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.